Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Match Ball. <laughs> Welcome to the Match Ball, brought to you with Levi Solicitors. Ten percent off your mic. Uh, sorry, Moscow's twirling a, a Newell shirt around violently. Um. It's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. There's a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan Michael and Moscow, straight out of Ellen Road, straight into the studio. We're streaming this live on YouTube for our TSB Plus members. Um, if you're hearing this afterwards, there's so, there's so much adrenaline, isn't there, in this room? It's like, I'm absolutely beside myself. Don't you feel alive? I feel like I need to not be, to be honest. I feel like if, you know, you can be put in a coma if you've had like a bad injury or something. I feel like I could do with that to recuperate. Someone would just put me asleep until about, until about Thursday. Until May. Well, maybe to the Wolves game. If I could be wake up just before kickoff. Put you, be, put you on a, just to get through. Yeah, just something to sustain me while that. Just... Let's, oh. let's start at the end because that moment at the end. Moscow, please stop twirling the shirt because you're hitting the microphone and it's disturbing the broadcast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's one of the best moments ever, isn't it? See, I, I don't feel like I enjoyed it enough. <laughs> did, you, did you not? Because I was absolutely furious with them for getting to that position. Talk us through that moment from your perspective, Michael. Well, I, I suppose I didn't anticipate we would ever score in the first place or indeed when the ball was in the net. I was like, well, this will be disallowed for something, for nothing. <laughs> was, it just, we're not allowed to have nice things. I was told on the way out, somebody put, put me on the shoulder <laughs> and they said, Tell that Normanson that he just needs to be positive and he should cheer up. Imagine being in my head, it's bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was, um, yeah, I, I was I was playing out uh, sort of summer scenarios in my head from following their goal. I was like, well... I think we all were, weren't we? This is obviously us down now, so we need to really be thinking about what... We know how how do we how do we see through the rest of this Just season? Just save it. Don't even talk about it. We don't need to hear all that stuff now, do we? And for the record, we would have had a point. So which would have been awful. But we, we, we were talking, fine. weren't we, Moscow? Before we came in, we were saying just there, like um, we were kind of running scenarios in our minds. Same sort of thing as you're on about Michael, really. To be fair, going like, well, it's a point. It's fine. Everton yep. have lost. Oh, all right, it's not what we wanted. We can deal with a point. Let's try it. Yeah. And then that happened. And that was absolutely unreal. And um, and big ups as well. I want to get it in early for whatever Melier did on Pookie at the end. I don't mm. know if it hit his face, um, if he saved it with his head or his beautiful French face. Um, I can imagine just a, the ball going, oh. There were sort of flap, I, I saw flapping arms around yeah. head height and, and I the think word, the ball hit his hand. Harry, but what, it's a great, it's probably 
They didn't show a replay of it. I stayed while everyone is was filtering out. I watched Gordon on the, Banks, nineteen seventy against Brazil. It's oh, as so good you, as you um, did mention it. Then. It's as good as Joffy's. Oh, I'll uh, tell you, as good as Joffy's goal, and probably just as important. Mm. Um, but um, whereas Joffy could probably have run another ten laps around that pitch, um, whirling his shirt around his head, um, Melier just lay on the back. So if it did hit him in the face, I think he had a headache. The uh, the physios were straight on for like we need to see if Ilian's okay. And I hope that when they got to him, he was just like, oh, Unc- I unconfirmed. Feel, I feel fucking great. Yeah, uncom- what? That was, that was <laughs> Steve that was, Bruce. That was really not very French. <laughs> I feel fucking great. That was uh, Louis, Louis in the comments on the YouTube stream. He's saying he saved it with his face. I mean, I've not seen any replays yet. Good lad. I love him. I love Ilian. That, that's why he's there, isn't it? To put his body on the line and all that. Um, and in fact, Dallas in the post-match interviews is making this exact point. So he did save it with his head, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. He, uh, he would have saved the penalty with his head as well if that had been taken. So there was nothing to worry about no. in the entire game. The second penalty. I mean, Christ, that game had it all. That game, Second that, penalty? Well, they, they got given... Um, Oh no! We're about the same penalty, aren't we? The one that they got given and yeah, un- there was only yeah. I was, I was thinking it was two separate events in my head, <laughs> uh, which technically it was. It was given then oh. ungiven. So how did you so, fe- how did you feel about that? That we'd uh, we'd just about avoided. I mean, it, it shouldn't have been a penalty, so it was fine, and then conceded. So it was technically a two-one defeat. It it made it all the more annoying that they, we'd let them score because we'd got away with. I mean, you can say we got away with one. It, he didn't foul him, did he? No, um, I, it, stood on his foot, did he? It looked, yeah, it, the, he's. Did he anticipate a foul, basically, and go down? What or... he's, um, is he a cheat? Yeah. Good. He has... Ailing's slid in, got something on the ball, not much, um, and then what's-his-face has stood on his ankle and gone, <laughs> and that and wants a penalty for that. Right, okay. Which, which he didn't get. No, quite rightly. Because so right right obviously there was, that, there was that lag in the stadium, and, and you know, we, we hate VAR. I want it put in the bin completely. No. But... Seems very good, I'm all in favour. <laughs> that moment... <laughs> was just amazing that the, the opportunity to celebrate it and I, I had a kind of lag because the guy behind me was listening on the radio and he said well they're saying on the radio it's no it's not a penalty it's not a penalty they've watched it loads of times and it's not a penalty how often penalty. Though, how often though do you watch var and you go oh okay he's offside that's fine oh and then he goes goal given you yeah. go oh hang on but that's what but that's what the, that's what that kind of lag was and and i was then i was thinking right I was, and you, know, you talk about running calculations and i was thinking well it's mike dean on var mike dean hates us he's going to find a reason to you know etc etc and one thing I will say with the VAR, all of Norwich's players, particularly Tim Krull, really should have just been booked for that. They Every all, single one. They, they all followed the referee yep. over to the screen. He, um, should have, he should have just turned around with the and just gone, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's for all of you. Now fucking get back. Scattergun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yellow cards. Yeah, uh, you uh, don't see a swiping yellow very often, instead, but it would have worked perfectly. Dan James got a yellow card for trying to restore order. Mm, exactly. So I think it's disgraceful, just like... Uh, Jackie got a yellow card for uh, tickling Max Aaron's it, once or twice. It got very, very messy, didn't it? That second half. I think the ref. I think he did lose the plot. To be perfectly honest, I felt like he was giving he was giving free kicks that weren't and missing some obvious ones. And the first thing I thought about the game was Rodrigo in the third minute, stupid foul in their half, and I was like, oh, yellow card. He didn't give it, and I was like, oh, mm. here we go. So it's gonna be. Um, and there was another one shortly afterwards. Uh, I think he let Forshaw off, mm. and I was like. Okay, it's good that our players aren't getting booked for this, but also Atwell's not stamping anything on this game and it's going to end up getting messy. Mm. If it had been yellow card, you can't do that straight away. Um, Did Aileen get a bit lucky with his yellow? Because when he went in for that tackle, I sort of went, Ooh, no, it was. Please uh, don't look at that. Which one was that? Remind me. It was in the. It was over. In the I, first, felt, I felt a sense of injustice. It was in the first half. It was over in front of the West End. He did. I'm pretty sure he did get the ball, but he also looked like both feet might have been off the ground, and he also got a fair bit of foot stroke leg. Both feet, but his. Um, it's like as he went over the ball, his 
studs went up into the shin. Right. So it was rather the Norwich, than... The Norwich player put their shin into his studs. Absolutely. But it was rather than kind of like flying in with scissors and yeah. descending on him from a great height to snap his leg, it was um, tackling for the ball and in the process kind of going up like that. But it was, but, the, old, it was the old out of control thing, wasn't it? But he was in control, so yellow card was was fine. But There's I look, no control. I look forward to hearing Dean Smith's opinion on it. Should, <laughs> I should say, by the way, that... Um, I think some people are saying their streams, they, they had Steve Nicol um, on, <laughs> yeah. he, was enjoy- on, he enjoyed it, apparently. On co-commentary, yeah. So we'll have to dig out some bits mm, of that. Yeah, if propaganda will be amazing <laughs> if it's pure Steve Nicol. Uh, um, just to answer a number of people asking in the YouTube comments where my dad was and at what point did he leave today. He didn't actually come. He got he got COVID when he was driving over. He got a positive test result. He's fine. Um, he was driving over for the Villa game and got a positive test. Like it showed up just as his wife was about to throw it in the bin. Um, and she was like, come back. You're going to have to come home. So he didn't come to the Villa game, which was probably a blessing in disguise. I've just had a quick chat with him. Um, and he did, I don't think he watched this game, even though he's got IPTV. He didn't even watch it. He's just probably been out in the garden doing stuff. <laughs> it's it's probably a, a good, from a health point of view, because you, if you're turning after the, on, after the game, you'll just check the score and go, ah, 2-1, lovely win. I thought I was going to be <laughs> and that's, sick. And that's all you have to do. Mm. Whereas as it was, I left the stadium and I felt like my, I felt like my legs weren't working properly. I had proper like... <laughs> Jelly legs. Yeah, like really, really shaky. Like I've I'd witnessed some horrendous accident or something, and I needed someone to just sit me down with a a bottle of Lucasade and just be like, "Are you all right, love? It's a, you've had a shock, haven't you?" But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was um, for some reason it was quite uh, empty in the press box today. There was lots of room, so no, I didn't have um, Rune. I, if you're listening um, from Norway, who kept me company on Thursday, um, but I had space either side, like big, like. A, move move around and when I've talked before about I don't react a great deal when I'm up there it's normally because of the pressure of people I'm like, I don't want to get in anybody's way nothing to stop me this time so I, um, I've i had quite I had the emotional full range of um, this I, I was doing this a lot and I don't know why I can't remember exactly why and when um, <laughs> Was that when the goal went in you mean? No well yeah I mean the goal I was too stunned to speak but there were um, I punched the, the table a lot more than usual today um, I normally try to keep a lid on things, but we had to we had to effing beat them, didn't we? So <laughs> that was that was the thing. Um, I'm just um, reading the comments. Apparently, we've got a, a, a good Bryn Lawgasm traveling turbo in the comments saying Bryn Lawgasm is worth looking out for on uh, LUTV. When I'm sure that will get clipped and sent out mm. because Bryn, let's just say this, he puts everything into his commentary, and I think he's fantastic for yes, it. He was. Uh, I saw him on the way out. He was looking quite as chattered as ever. <laughs> well, commentary is better when it's completely one-sided, isn't it? As, yeah. long, as, it's, as long as it's your side. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, will we get a Steve Nicholgasm, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> not since he, the 80s. Does he save that for somebody opening a sixth bag of crisps? I haven't ejaculated since I went oh, un- un- come un- on. under the water in that pond. <laughs> come on. We're supposed to be celebrating a great victory, not... To- Conjuring up those mental images. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had Victor Orta crying apparently at full time. Probably just the same. How did you get from Steve Nicol ejaculating to Victor Orta crying? Uh, different subjects. That's what, he was, that's what you... he was watching. Yeah, <laughs> um, we had Orta crying, and I was just going to say probably the same as Dean Smith. Dean Smith will be doing in the post match because they were a Dean Smith side very much. You casting his image, weren't they? Uh, we're all giddy after a win, but let's be oh, let's be completely honest. Get they it. are they are fucking terrible. <laughs> like. If we we did need to win that game because we will not play anyone as bad as that this season. Yeah, they are bad. They are shit. They're really, really properly bad. So uh, I am obviously I'm delighted to have won. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the I, game... I think that's I think that's why I, I was I've ended up a little bit angry with the win because <laughs> it felt 
it felt like we made it so ridiculously difficult for ourselves when we should have just beaten those absolute chumps like 3 0. Yeah, Allow me to yeah. soberly intervene. You saw how bad Norwich were. Mm. They have to go and be that bad in another, what, 10 games. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to get above us. Oh, they? no, I'm not worried about Norwich. Watford has fluked a win over Southampton, but I think Southampton, they play a very 4 2 2 2 kind of Red Bull uh, gagging pressing style. So that's terrible. Nobody should be doing that. That must be why um, Southampton lost to absolute garbage like Watford. So they fluked one. Everton lost again mm. and also had John Joe Kenny sent off. Don't know what for, but I assume he probably did something absolutely horrendous and it'll be a 10-game ban and they'll probably have to, a few others. Poor Frank. Um, yeah. Who else is both? Burnley yesterday against Brentford. Awful. Mm-hmm. They were garbage. I watched that game and I was upset with myself for having to watch it and care. Mm. It was that bad. It was terrible. And Burnley, Burnley could have won it in fairness it was, it was kind of I watched about 50 minutes of it probably. I think he just kind of caught the end of the first half into the second I thought Burnley were going to win it actually. the first 40 minutes was a I don't know Tarkowski I don't know if he's well I can't play accusations around he keeps setting up the opposition mm. he did it for Chelsea kind of passed and they scored and he did it for um, Brentford a couple of times and they didn't score because they're terrible but the, we needed a win and it's kind of the we got one didn't we and we got one we and it, it it breaks the uh, the dam doesn't it so now yeah. everything and I don't want to get back to Steve Nickel, but everything is now flooding out in a joyous um, spume fluids everywhere of, uh, of excitement and joy which <laughs> mm. should help from now on because it's just been <laughs> one defeat just, after another hasn't just it about Bryn Neil in the comments is saying uh, Bryn needs a foil cloak and a Mars bar after that <laughs> That's <laughs> really tickled me. Just panting. I, mean, I came out. It took me a while to catch my breath. Actually, coming out. Then I mean, now I'll say this: coming out of the east stand at full time, people were singing under the east stand at mm. full time. It was singing just, out the back of the cup. For, for anybody who wasn't there or didn't watch it live, that was fucking unbelievable. That moment and just mm. the the climax of a game with everything that's riding on it. I'm doing it again. I'm talking about climaxes. Um, was unbelievable. It's just it's one of the single best football moments in a long time. And because it's been such a shit year, you kind of got to cling on to anything, haven't you? <laughs> it's always Gellert. Just get him on the pitch more often. <laughs> He's been he had the he was there for the came on against Scum. We were good all of a sudden. Came on against Wolves, won a penalty. When else has he done he done last Villa. minute stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm no, gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say this one now, and you might not agree, Michael. I can tell you probably won't. I think it was worth conceding the equaliser to, <laughs> to, to, to have that winning moment. Well, yeah, they, they, that's the thing with these with this kind of a game. A 1-0 win, or even, all right, let's make it safe. Or let's say one of the times you hit the bar, the ball goes in. Yeah, or, I mean, Bamford had a great chance as well. Oh, what did, what re- did he do with that? He just he didn't know what to do. it wide. I was going to do you know what, my, my line, Rusty. the line that I put in my head, I thought I'll say this on the match ball to appear clever, is, um, oh, we've got, it's so good to have Patrick Bamford back like it was in the championship. Yeah, like, it was a very championship finish. Mm. Yeah, and it was a championship Bamford finish. Just yeah. needs practice because yeah. he's not been in that position for a long time. He's it, not had the under-23s games to get back up for it. He so. had that half second where you could see him, do I go across the keeper or do I go for the near post? Yeah. And I think... He, a he, safe two yards wide. Yeah, but the moment of, <laughs> indec- the but the moment of indecision saw him open his body out and just put it past the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, a great finish if the net was just like over there. Bigger, I mean, yeah. yeah. And we had Stroik with his really good header from the corner and then it bounces back to him and yeah. he just sticks was it Was that a very good chance? Goal. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a crazy chance. Stonewaller, wasn't it? Mm. Um, Talking about actual like actual football and that shit, you know, tactics and things. Mm. Route one. Did you notice that we set up slightly differently today? It wasn't the 4 2 2 2 2, two penis formation. It was, looked very penis at various points. It did. It was narrower, but I felt we played with a bit more width. There were times in the second half when I was kind of willing um, Rafa to come close to the touchline just because I'm so used to seeing it. But he was tucked in. Mm. But we, we set up in what looked like a four-two-three-one to me. There was definitely one bit where Ailey got, the the ball, anyway. got the ball wide and looked down the line and went, 
oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no one in front of me. It's still pretty narrow. And when Rafinha was in the second half, mm. when he was wide, it, Marsh, whenever I looked at him, was kind of coming, come this, come tighter, inside, yeah. inside. But the, there did seem to be more of a kind of a, okay, I've said we need to be more narrow, but it doesn't mean that the wings are disallowed. Yeah. You, the, the wings are not lava. You are allowed to go there. So there was a little bit more of that today. Like building, what we were basically advertised is he would build on the stuff that was good. And Villa was just like kind of a really bad version of what he tries to do, yeah. what he's done before. Whereas this was kind of a little bit more of a, a hybrid. But you're right, it was four two three one, and that's why a click was behind. And Rodrigo was playing quite deep. I'll tell you what Bamford. I was what I was enjoying in that game was midfielders playing in midfield. Yes. So what did we do? Brought on a centre back well, to was, play I, in the middle. I was going to say, in fairness, because we don't have the depth in the squad, um, and I think he probably wanted to make it tighter by that point, which is. It felt like a very early time to kind mm. of shut things down against didn't it? Norwich. Against as well. Norwich, yeah. But um, Rodrigo was carrying an injury by the sounds of it. Right. He, he, he was much, like, much better. Today. Yeah, he was strapping on his leg, didn't he? Apparently, because he was so. abysmal the other night. <laughs> and today, I thought it was he was possibly our best player. Yeah, actually, I, until until the point he went. It was off. nice to have Bamford up front as well because um, I know yeah, we did we, Bamford go off injured. Uh, I don't know if he, he, he. You know when he had that chance when he should yeah, have scored. Yeah, he was we talking about. That. Yeah, he was a bit heavy legged after that because yeah. I, I looked at him and thought, right, that's your excuse then, is it? Yeah, I don't want to worry anybody, but. Um, when Joffy scored, he was one of the people sprinting down the touchline from the bench, uh, Brentford celebration style. So if he has been carrying a um, a slight tightness in the hamstring, I hope he hasn't crocked himself again. <laughs> but I feel like it might have been more if we're building up the minutes he did. He was ready for 10 at Leicester, wasn't he? Then he did. When did he come on again? It was half an half hour. An hour so 45 minutes, mm. three days later. I wouldn't have thought you'd get much more of him than that. Yeah. So if it had been if it had been half time and I hadn't seen him limping towards the end of the first half, I would have assumed it was just a planned change. I've but... no doubt whatsoever that he's out for the season. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just actually on the point we're making there about um that Sobi said by seventy minutes, this is Marsh in, in the post match he's saying, um, by seventy minutes he felt the second goal was looking difficult to come by, so he went five at the back, which is unusual for him. I really didn't like that sub. I think that that's I think a, that, yeah, I think he completely killed the, our momentum in the game. That's, that's a, that's well, a very the, yeah, uh, it's a very negative move, is that, isn't it? Their equaliser too was um when it crossed Cock is the first player who doesn't continue running and just cut it out mm. and then what's his face is ahead of Llorente at that point. But you would have said if we're playing three at the back and Cock is I think he was in midfield quite a bit as well, so he's moving about a bit. But you just if you just carried on running and maybe slid and blocked, that cross doesn't mm. get to whoever it was and then the fact that Llorente sort of let him go but I don't know if it was necessarily Llorente's fault that but um, yes so can't, can't defend can't play midfield um, I like him I think he's I th- handsome I think he'd be fine if he played as a, as a centre-back and from the start of a game I think he'd be quite comfortable there if, we, if he sets up in a system that he understands mm. but it felt, like, it, felt like, it felt like bringing him on today was. It reminded me a little bit of speaking of Pascal Strout, the bringing on, bringing on Pascal Strout against yeah, Cardiff, Cardiff to show things up, and then you think this has made things worse. Mm. Brilliant. We lost. We lost control in midfield, didn't we? That I felt, mm. I felt after that, and this. But then the game just obviously does start to get stretched at that point because they're committing more men forward and just playing. They kept playing more dangerous balls in behind us, dropping them in, didn't they? Whereas I don't think they were doing that much in the first mm. half. They were just wildly inaccurate. They took off. Um, Sergeant as well, which helped them because he's, he's gen- genuinely one of the worst Premier League footballers there has ever been. He's he's so so shit. Like he's he's incredibly slow. He's got a terrible first touch. He's cra- even though he's quite big, he's crap in the air. Like, I, I cannot see any function to him in that side. And I've, I've watched Norwich obviously in our games and maybe once or twice outside of that this season. So you're and prepared it, to make a sweeping judgment on, is, on that young man? He is awful, <laughs> and, we're, good, and we're shit at defending as well. It's, it's worth pointing out. It's not like he's up against. 
like a, a well a well structured defensive unit. But I think he's um, yeah he's something else, and he just looks comical as well. Just back to um, to Rodrigo. Um, more post-match stuff now. He's saying um, Marsh is saying that Rodrigo, somebody he's spoken to, he's had a, had some conversations with him um, as part of the leadership team, like the senior players within the, the, the fine squad. young men. Those, those fine young men, yeah. Um, and he felt his performance was much better after a tough conversation. So he must have laid a few home truths out to him. But i.e., mm. we spunked a lot of money on you, and you've been crap <laughs> for the most part. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's a quad injury that he's picked up, but it's not too serious. So okay, that's that's yeah. that's, that's, that's Rodrigo. You can keep. Bamford company out, out for the season. season. Got the same hospital as Tyler Roberts. We definitely saw um, son of a bitch Jackie, didn't we? Anyway? We did. Oh, he was, he was so mean. Oh, was... him and oh, he was really, really cross, wasn't he, with Aaron's yeah. right I was waiting back. for him to be a red card banned for three games yeah. <laughs> straight yeah. away. Like, not that much. Because he of... kept he kept doing the kind of son of a bitch stuff, didn't he, after he'd been booked. And there were a couple yeah. of moments where I kind of drew breath and thought, just be careful, nice, Jackie. Jackie. Switch it back. But, but there is... Yeah, but, I can't. You've made me this way. But there was... Jackie um, and Hyde. He's been underfed all week and he's furious about it. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, but there was more of that. You know that the proper if you want to call it Red Bull style press and the Gegen press stuff that we, we were told is how Marsh sets up. We saw more of that today. The actually, you know, the all in you see it's in that. I S- did notice that a few S-A-R-D times. SARD yeah. is his yeah. German, uh, it's got various German words in it, but essentially it's about going all in. Tackle the fuckers. Yeah. And it was, and we saw a bit more of that, like going in more with more commitment to the point where you're sometimes leaving a foot in. Dan, li- James, little, Dan James style. And little clusters as well of, yeah. of people all going for the same man, which I felt like against... I mean, it's hard to say because against Villa, we might have been trying to do that, but because they had Coutinho in midfield, he just went, well, I'll just just find some space somewhere else and you won't be able to to do that anymore, which... So it is hard to to say how well that worked because Norwich, we have to concede, are the worst team in the league. Well, Jesse said that it didn't work at all against Aston Villa, that he didn't like the way we were trying to do the pressing whatsoever. It was nowhere near what he wants and... Um, today it looked a lot better yeah. and it really was and it was working as well it was getting the um, the desired results causing Norwich to panic we were getting chances we had uh, XG at half time 
0.2 versus 0.27. And for comparison, I had a look at the... um, I've not checked after the game because I don't care that much, but (laughs) I looked at what the other games were doing, like our relegations. They were all like 0.25 to 0.25. Even Chelsea against Newcastle, but you'd think, you know, Chelsea are going to score five. The the human rights derby. Yeah. Sports washing derby. Um, That was like 0.2 versus 0.2. There was nobody out there was uh, making enough chances to be that good so we were doing something right and then the goal is just pure um, Wilkinson's leads isn't it Bamford slash Chapman get it up bang it up to uh, to him from the centre back um, get for the scraps get into the box and score with a deflection but it's 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 nice to <laughs> have it that deflected? it's nice I don't even know that only like it was it was probably going in but it was it took a touch nice to have that as an option I felt like so it, we did <clears throat> no I, don't, I think that's not I don't think that's necessarily fair I thought what I was going to say about like the, the the setup, the way that we um we do the press and whatnot, I thought we saw the little patterns of play that that Marsh likes to do because they're different to what Bielsa did or what we've been seeing more recently mm. under Bielsa. Again, you know, there's there's no necessarily right or wrong way to do it. Well, the right way is the best way, isn't it? That gets your results. But like for example, you'd see the centre backs rather than it going. We saw a lot of side to side over to the full backs, you know, waiting for opportunities and then exchanges of passes out wide under Bielsa. It feels to me there's a bit more of a concentration on going to the midfielder who then turns and um, will maybe lay it off to the other midfielder who will then ping it out wide for one of the fullbacks, that kind of thing. You know, that little interchange Mm -hmm. and then you go wide. It felt like that. And then you go from going wide, you took it back inside again to the, um, like one of the front three or whatever. That's the extent of my tactical analysis. I'm happy to go along with it, yeah. I just just, noticed noticed we were kicking it in a different way to not like we've done previously, but it worked today. And probably in part because Norwich are crap. And then the uh, but you know the winner was, as well was what was the first goal like? We just go back to that. I've completely I've forgotten. Just told, I've I just told you. I've tried to remember it from. It was a long ball from Urente to Bamford. He wins. Rodrigo scored, didn't he? He wins yeah. the header, and then it's James and Rodrigo are both running in on it. Rodrigo, either one of them could have shot, and it goes in. And mixer, takes mixer, rash, 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 and second well, balls. Then the winner as well is a, a long ball up to Joffy wins the header Chapman style and yep. then because um, you know Rafinha slash Strachan is onto it <laughs> I was going to say the, it back. the very thought that went through my head was well you've taken the big man off what you're lumping it forward yeah. for you fucking idiots and Joffy's then Joffy won it <laughs> surprisingly uh, I can't work out I keep looking at photos I don't know if Joe Gellhart is short or tall mm. I just don't know it's a, <laughs> it's a bit like I don't I can't remember what we did against West Ham and I see different photos and I think and he's he's on a different level with somebody, and I think and somebody needs to just photograph him next to a, a ruler. Mm. He's got a big presence. Well, he's good That's in the air, and it's and there. Who was there number four? Oh, it was Master that deflected that first that goal. Ben, I was just ben Gibson. I've just watched the yeah. first goal. So Ben Gibson, their captain, in like the the most vital. They, I mean, they needed that point as much as we did. I think that's where the lo- the loss of control in the second half. You know, Norwich had to try and fight their way out of where they are. But that ball up to Joffy. He shouldn't be beating Ben Gibson like that. And Gibson as well, he uh, he gave away two penalties last week and he's their captain. Mm. Do you know Isn't that funny? Said before, Isn't it hilarious? Interviewed him at a firework display outside the Riverside Stadium when I was working on the radio. <laughs> three, three or four questions on stage. Well, yeah. so. <laughs> That's one of the highlights of my uh, my radio career. This is the sort of the circles you're moving, you know. Did he know that the fireworks were when coming you play, or did they take him by surprise what, as well? When, when you play Ed Sheeran every hour. But um, yeah, he, stood, he stood way off Joffy and lets him win the header. You need to be corrected. Baps McGinty is pointing out correctly as well. Now I cast my mind back to it that Bamford did not win the header for the goal. That is not no, correct because oh, okay. he was offside. He was offside, and that's what it. that's what Tim Krull was crying his eyes out about. Wasn't Who he? won? The, oh right, so because he, he challenged back. for it. He came back it? from an offside position. They won it, but then we got that second ball, didn't we? Okay, yeah. but it's the same. Yeah, I just mean 
We correct, but we bang it up to Banford, and then it's second ball. Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's really it's quite a heavy deflection as well. I've watched a replay of it. Was it going in? Uh, well, it doesn't matter, does it? Probably it's, not. It's good. <laughs> it might have probably been saved. Oh my god! Uh, we do need to talk about the fact that Norwich played several minutes without a goalkeeper, which I thought was yeah. exciting. Tim <laughs> yeah, in midfield, yeah. and then why didn't we shoot? The ball cleared to Foreshaw, and he's got an open goal up the other end, and he tries to. He just lofts it down yeah, the but, line, mm, and I'm like, but, just even if it doesn't go in, just kick it into the cot. Yeah, but in doing so, you immediately concede possession, which then puts the ball back. Not if the ball's out of play. Well, up the other end, <laughs> boot it as far as you can. Boot it to. But he, but he put it down the line. It keeps Aim for it in... the jet. It went straight to Norwich. Did, you know, we shouldn't pretend that those last <laughs> three minutes what, were Moscow, easy. Tell you what, why don't you get out there and you do better? I would have done Had enough. in that moment. <sighs> well, anyway, um, so let's go back to where we started, which was the excitement of uh, of that grand finale. So, so what what was going through your heads as they equalised? Because we had that you have that awful sinking feeling like we've totally leads it in again well that that was it that was we said this at the villa game we'd just gone back in time it was old leads it was we're going to we'll, we'll fuck this up we always do it's over and it felt i mean the game felt very championshipy and not not last two seasons of championship either it felt like the bad championship that we used to, that we used to finish 15th and it was just one of those things we're like oh well what difference does it make we're lost we've lost this um I'm just watching. I'm just watching Gellhart going absolutely mental, celebrating now. I found the uh, I found the highlights. Well, share it then. It's, well, it's, it's, people's watching telly isn't probably uh, ideal for a podcast. Well, you're doing it. I'm talking at the same time though. I feel like you want me to stop and uh, and and let and enjoy it for everyone else. I just want to watch your programs for a while. And we'll, <laughs> we'll have a chat. I did have an awful feeling that Rafinha. I thought, oh, he's through here, and I thought he'd run it too wide I did as well. Yeah. But that's why. I mean, maybe this is doing a disservice to uh, someone else who would have been playing in Gellhart's position. But you do, I do feel that Gelhart is a massive benefit at that point because he is actually a striker and just runs dead simply into the middle of the goal, which is where strikers score all their goals from. And someone else might not have done that or they'd, they'd hold back and then have a shot from the edge of the box. Gelhart just goes, well, if I'm six yards from goal and in the middle, I'm probably going to score. Yeah. Dead, dead straight forward. And, and he went bananas, did he? Because yeah, you're yeah. all there watching telly while we're busy doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Shit house. Um, Jack in the comments is saying, I bet Lynn had, is in bits, bless her. Yes. <laughs> She will be, won't she? Apparently, uh, Jesse Marsh had his family there as well, so I think it's going to be, there's parties all over. God, I'm glad. I'm has, glad. He, has he brought Moses, the cat? I don't know. No. I'm, I'm glad. Of, How is he, by the way? How is Moses? What are we talking about? He's just fine, isn't he? Never mind. What, um, is, what is this? I have no idea. I don't even know he had a cat. <laughs> people, <laughs> Ten people, seconds ago. People over a certain age will know what I'm on about. If you've heard the song, you know. I'm, I'm glad that went completely down like a lead balloon, because I it was quite I'm quite depressed now. I was, I was happy after the win, but now <laughs> I just thought... Uh, soured it with that. Yeah, that's might yeah. as well get relegated. We, we did a quiz a couple of days ago of Joshua Caddison. Oh, the yeah. The song yeah. Jesse. I was just talking about the lyrics in the song. Oh, But the, the fact that I've had to explain the joke has completely undermined its presence in the first place. So I'd like to apologise to everybody listening and watching. Just seen that Strout chance as well. That, oh, was, yeah. that was a very, very did he good just chance. put it in? Did he, did he right foot it off into the clouds? Yeah, he just right, right footed it right over the bar <clears> from when there's an open net in front of him, um, like a yard away. But never mind. At least All we well started getting well. headers on target from corners. So we did didn't actually think look... that was going to come after the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did actually look a little bit dangerous from corners. Yeah, just when, we corners, corners strike. when we got yeah. corners... Strike, strike. <laughs> when we Pascal. got corners, I thought, oh, this is a good thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It would have felt it felt almost scoring from one I felt like it was cheating on Bielsa yeah. it's like oh boo <laughs> well, we should say a couple of the lads who've been here tonight You've, that's the, the Newell shirt that you're yeah. holding in Moscow which you can hold it up for the camera if you're watching on the live stream it's a retro Newell shirt spin it round show the number two on it 
There you go. You've hit the mic again, you useless well, fuck. It's right in front of my face. Yeah. So that's uh, the Bielsa shirt we've been donated by um, the lads that came over to watch Bielsa's Leeds. I <laughs> know, oh, bless them. A well. trip that's been planned for ages. And there's the new, is that a new shirt? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's a new one. That's an old, an older badge, is that apparently? Oh, okay. Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, came up, poor lads. Came over to watch Bielsa's Leeds. Ended up very nearly seeing. Uh, Jesse Marsh being hounded out of a stadium, <laughs> which would which was probably close to happening. Let's be honest. Uh, I I dread to think what the atmosphere would have been like at full time had they just thrown that away in the way we did. We oh, tried yeah. our we tried our absolute best to do. There wasn't really a like a pre-game uh, consideration for a draw, was there? Nobody thought about a point. Mm. Well, a point a point for me was the same as a defeat in this game because I think we need a probably minimum of like nine points from this, the, the rest of these games and Norwich at home was one we absolutely have to win. You know, you'd said in the predictions for this, we um, we, we all did various guesses at what we would get. You went for three points, Michael, which actually t- turned out to be exactly right. I was an idiot and went for six. But you know, it was that's always just rooted mm. in, in blind optimism and hope because I, I hate I hate suffering. That's how little I think of Norwich. But yeah. even, even in my predictions, I, th- I thought we'd beat Norwich because they're that shit. But so. in, in my darker moments when it came to just sort of isolating this game and thinking what we're going to get out of it, I'd talked myself down from the win, not during the game, but before I'm thinking, well, we should win it because they're shit and we've got to turn up and put in a performance after what happened on Thursday. But I thought, you know, it'll probably end up being a draw. If you Michael's, told- Michael's probably right. It'll just get worked. They'll drag it out from here on in. And, and when it happened, I was like, oh, that's it. I was, I was right to be, I was right to think bad of it. <laughs> but you, and you- this is why you've, you've poisoned my mind, my tender young mind with your <laughs> negative bile, <laughs> Normanton. <laughs> Oh. It's got to the point now, we should say as well, and it, it, I hate being recognised for doing this, so that's the, the the double-edged sword for putting these on YouTube, but, you know, this is our job now, so we kind of need to make it work. Um, but people now know what we look like, and a couple of people have said to both me and Moscow on the way back around here, tell Michael to stop being <laughs> such a negative bastard. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. A win it's, helps, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. really does. And I think that's why, even though it's only Norwich, and we we let them into it, but again, I think... You know, they had to have a spell at some point. Imagine if you were in their position as a Norwich fan and they, they hadn't had that kind of, at least a, an attempt at getting back into it. And who knows how much of them coming close with the penalty and then with the equaliser and with the, the general scrappiness of it all is kind of um, our lack of confidence being mm-hmm. coming to play of like the same feelings that you have watching us pedalling backwards against a team that we should have been 4-0 up against at half-time and then, you know, Cock comes on and we're, we're clearly going to defend and if you're hard, we're just going to have to fight for our lives through this. When you've not won, how many games is it since we actually won it? Five defeats on the bounce. And, and how big some of those defeats were. You get yourself into oh, that situation. Six, six, I think, sorry. And then you know how vital a win is today that, of course, they're going to worry and as Marsh talks about the stress he said you know he, he found a lot of stress when he came here and then the Villa games oh, not not that much stress it's too much stress and then <laughs> like it. It, doesn't, it doesn't work under this much but stress the, uh, but the stress is real and you know it was a very stressful second half and for them as well and you saw the reactions I don't know I couldn't work out with Rafinha because after he'd crossed it for Joffe he collided with the cameraman and I don't know if he was injured but he while everyone else was uh, celebrating he just stayed in a heap on the floor in front of the cop and maybe people who were left side of the cop will have had a better view of um, what he was up to and whether he was okay. But I assumed um, because of then, he seemed completely distraught at the end of the match. And even Calvin Phillips appeared by the tunnel and was high-fiving everybody as they came off. 
And he was like, he almost had to kind of console Rafinha. Rafinha just walked <laughs> past him with his head down. And he's like, it's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. Whereas, you know, Joffy and Charlie Creswell are dancing past. It's like, yeah, yeah, it was oh, amazing. Bless them. Young folks, they, they, you know. They don't know. They don't know out, do they? They no, don't know out. Big experiences in the life. But um, uh, so yeah. everybody was feeling all of that. And so it's not a surprise that it got difficult. But with the win, Wolves can beat them now, can't um, we? Just to type some things from the... Um, from the show, five foot eight, David says, that's how tall Joffy is. That's, 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 the same height, that's the same height as me, very tall. Very mm. tall. Are you a tall man? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a giant. But sometimes he looks bigger. Are, are you sat on your booster cushion there, <laughs> by the way? <laughs> I just think, I think five foot eight is a, is a very good height it is. for a person to be. Perfect. Oh, it didn't need to be big for that, though, did he? Did Put you it see, on his foot um, instead. Did you see the Norwich banner in their end? What did he say? I was I trying to it, was it, out. it was something along the lines of no ambition, no fight. I couldn't quite make it out because um, I, was, I was busy. I mean, at that point, I was... Is this the first just going, minute? No, no, at the end, I, I was just busy kind of flicking Vs like mm. a giant child screaming fuck off, fuck off to Norwich. <laughs> From the east end. Yeah, with my 13-year-old daughter next to me wondering what had gripped her father. Did she join him? Uh, I encouraged her to. She wouldn't do because she's, <laughs> the, she's the adult in the house. But to be fair, she, she hasn't been for, um, for about 10 years, nine years or something like that. Um, I think it was, uh, we've discussed it before on the show, you know, the was it the Chesterfield League Cup game where Michael Brown scored? <laughs> now mean, we're really getting deep into the good times, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, and party, party, party. But the standing joke was, and it is absolutely true, that um, she cried <laughs> when Michael Brown scored, which I thought was absolutely did. symbolic of the time. Yes. I, I'll be honest, it happened so rarely. I almost cried today when we scored. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Out, of, out of some weird release, yeah, just some sort of sheer relief. I didn't properly celebrate it. Instead, I just sort of went. <laughs> it's a Delia out. Callum is saying it's a Delia out. Good. I saw Delia. She was at the front of the uh, exec boxes. I mean, they are right. They probably are right to have a go because you're going down with Dean Smith after another year <laughs> where you come up and you you sign no good players and you sell your best ones just and then just go, and just go. Oh, let's just go down. <laughs> it does seem to be their attitude. There's really nothing nothing to be said for it as a, as an approach. No. They're sort of bouncing back and forth. Well, we can watch kind match. Of, of the, we can watch match of the day tonight. We can enjoy yeah. it. We can go away and watch all the clips. Just switch it off before Ronaldo scores a hat trick. We, we can read Twitter. Uh, we can be stop being nihilistic for a few more days now, mm. which is quite nice. And then I uh, will say, I'm st- I am still really worried. <laughs> I mean, we've got to be because we're in trouble. But that that is the massive. It's a massive result today. Yeah, it keeps us. It keeps us well and truly in the fight, doesn't it? Whereas it would have felt like we were just inevitably tumbling. It, you, you, when you're on a run like this, you, there is a bit of you thinks. We might not win again this season. Yeah, but but now <laughs> you, can't, you really can't see where our win is. But now we've from. given ourselves a platform. Yeah, and that can be what uh, Burnley think mm. and Norwich think. Yeah, Watford have had that one. Everton yeah. aren't going to win again this season. Oh, well, Newcastle, shut up, you dick. Newcastle are back into losing form. Newcastle were already not winning again and this Newcastle, season. Newcastle, Newcastle lost. And Brentford, yeah, have, Chelsea. Uh, Brentford have won two in a row now. So that's got to be the end of that, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, Brentford. Oh, it was an 89th minute winner for Chelsea. Brentford oh, are out of the way. So yeah, I mean, we we can start to look up the table now, can't we? Not down. By the time we mm-hmm. play Chelsea, they might be um, all shot to pieces. They could be. That's probably a poor, poor choice of words, given. Um, but <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Chelsea yeah. could have gone bust, and Everton have got the points deduction coming as well. Yes, that'll put them to the bottom of the table. Not Frank's fault. It's all coming. Absolutely up. not Frank's it's fault. All coming up roses. I'm almost. Isn't it? You mentioned match of the day later. It's not going to be so much about watching the Leeds performance back because. I know what happened and maybe watching it back will make me want to be sick again. <laughs> Dean Smith's post-match, yes. Frank Lampard's post-match. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Probably just those two on repeat. Smith's well. going to moan about Bamford, Bamford being offside for the first goal, which yeah. he yep. sort of was. VAR for the penalty. VAR for the penalty, even though it was the correct decision. He's going to think they should have had 
Jack Harrison should have been sent off. Yep. I had to take Max Aaron's off. Mm. And that was all Jackie's fault. <laughs> and yeah. I've heard what the manager said about him. So you can't tell me that wasn't pre-planned. He sent them out there mm. to wind our players up and it's an absolute disgrace. And if our lads want to go and help the referee mm. with his VAR decisions, because it's quite... It's, I mean, it's, it's nice quite to watch a, a game with someone else, isn't lads, it? Lads, and it's lads, quite a small lads, screen lads, as well. Because lads, it's listen, here. listen, listen. In the comments, Ed's saying... Uh, sorry, not Ed, person above Ed. It's Dave saying... There is chat. So presumably it's just like Twitter and stuff, but there's chat about an emergency Everton board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, presumably Frank will get an apology from them as well. I think he probably deserves How one. How dare you have a meeting to speak <laughs> to speak about me? And you didn't invite me. Me and my and my father should have been invited as well. And my agent. Dave's followed it up by saying that apparently two board members want Frank out. I don't care if that's true or not. I just <laughs> like to think that it is. I think give him a chance. Yeah. He's yeah, building you, something. You can't... Uh, He's building a change. team for the championship. <laughs> I mean, we said after they beat us that giddiness is not it was misplaced for Everton because we were in a really bad patch of form, and we've seen that this occasionally happens when we play teams that they just mm. they just absolutely tear us apart. They were shit before they played us. They've been even worse afterwards, and hopefully they'll go down. Yes. <laughs> as, much, as much as actually, I quite like Everton being in because they bring decent away following. It's a good yeah. ground. It's, all a good, that stuff. it's a good club, but that, all that sort that, of stuff. But just that dickhead. A bit of Lampard, it just would... I mean, he knows the championship, doesn't he? He does. That's the yeah. thing. He so. knows how to finish sixth, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Mm. Mm, excellent. Um, okay, let's wrap it up there then. It's, ah. it's been it's been exciting, hasn't it? Yeah. You felt alive today, haven't you? Mm, I feel like I've got... I'm a, dead. I've got an absolutely terrible headache, <laughs> I've got to be honest. Um, there have been a couple of inquiries in the comments on YouTube about what happened with my Asda trip after the match ball um, <laughs> against Villa. Because we've, we've gone quite really long. the priority no, no, at no. the moment? I, I, what, what I want to do is I want to do a nice forward sell for propaganda. I will address it on propaganda because it didn't go to plan. Um, that's mm. all I'm going to say when I set off to, to Asda when I wanted to wrap <sighs> up the match ball for Villa. I think the, a supermarket ball. I think I've been extra miserable with defeats this year because I know I have to do propaganda as well. Whereas as it is, now we've won one, I can pretty much skip over Villa. We'll maybe have one clip and then just <laughs> listen to some upset Norwich fans. In fact, Norwich, it, it's, it's something that just happens when they're in town. The... Um, the sound system, the PA system in the cop was buzzing again. Was it pumping out white noise? It again? wasn't. It was. It was just poised. It was ready to do it, but it was just instead going. Mm. It was. There was a, a in, in a way that was really making like there was you, some water floating around in the cables or something. Yeah. It made you think you've got tinnitus instead. It was. And I thought it's gonna. It's gonna break. Which we and, should say is, is a reference to is the journalist Michael J Bailey who used to work for the whatever the crap paper is down in um, in Norwich. He's now now a friend at the Athletic, isn't he? They're right there. Um, great bunch of lads. Mm. Um, uh, but he did tweet suggesting that maybe it was a, a ploy on behalf of Leeds United. He was absolutely yeah. convinced that yeah. we were deliberately using the speaker system to, pump to, out play, to play just little bursts of white noise when Norwich were on the attack. And then people were pointing out to him that, no, the speakers at Allen Road have been effed for years. It's just, that's just, we, we're dealing with this. Like, no, 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 this is an obvious, disgusting <laughs> tactic that the Football League needs to investigate. And then mm. somehow the athletic gave him a job. I don't know. <laughs> They won't, That's they won't, the end of the story. They won't need him when Norwich are down, though, will they? Uh, so, covering Bournemouth next year. Yeah, uh, they, do, they do swap them about, don't they? <laughs> Go back to the, the guy who covers Fulham. That's oh, one, one year on, one year off. Our hubris. Let's get Norwich banned from the Premier League. Let's well, they're not bringing gonna, anything if, to it, are they? Exactly. If we're gonna if we're gonna really be if we're gonna really go all out with hubris, <laughs> just say even if you win the league next year, I'm afraid you're not coming up. And <laughs> it's a waste of everyone's time. And it doesn't matter how many goals Pookie scores, no. bringing them up. Just he's had he's had two chances now. Yeah, it's pathetic. Two strikes and you're out, boy. Right. Um, let's count it there then. 
Uh, it's been fun today. Let's hope we have more fun days between now and the end of the season. Yes. Yes. Let's let's just do let's do some regulation wins. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Let's go to Wolves next week and win two 0 Yeah. Goals in the thirtieth and sixtieth minutes. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Two 0 uh, I told then, you a relegation battle would be fun, didn't I? And then <laughs> and then really we have moments like this, things you'll remember for the rest of your life. If, Joe Gelhart will never forget today. If we can get a goal lead at Wolves, I'm fully in favour of. Um, every single player having a head injury. Mm. There was a little click going down. There was, going, a, yeah. Yeah. And was then, a bit. Um, oh, and then I'm still not decided if our goal kicks were time wasting or if we really just don't have a clue what to do anymore. I think that was another point actually I did notice during, mm. during the game. There was a, there were efforts to slow it down at yeah. times, which is not something we, we used to under Bielsa. Mm. But um, right now, let's just get this season boxed off, eh? And try and enjoy some moments between now and the How end. How many games are left? Uh, nine is it nine no, wins <laughs> great nine wins we're going to finish that would probably put us about 10th <laughs> can we still make the conference league we can uh, right we'll speak to you in a bit thank you for watching and thank you for listening thank Ta-ra. you for our Bielsa shirt yeah the match ball planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.